Hey, uh, all right, this is still in beta. Man, we've been uh, on a hiatus. <laughs> spring break, woo! Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, that spring break you have in all of June, I guess. Um, is that really even spring? No. No. I, I don't know. I, well, when does, I don't know, when spring ends. When does spring begin? When the gopher says so? Groundhog. When the groundhog says so. The gopher. <laughs> <laughs> the gopher of seasons tells you when <laughs> things happen. Uh, I don't know. That little groundhog bastard. Who knows? He just tells you. I You know. It doesn't really work, I don't think. You don't, you don't think he has some kind of super supernatural like prognosis abilities? No. No. See, I, I guess I go by like months. Like, like it depends. Honestly, it depends on where you live, right? You're saying the seasons depend on where you live? Yes. Depends on the month? Well, <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> the seasons definitely depend on where you live. Because I've lived in Florida for like a year and a half now, and yeah. I can tell you what, there is not actually a winter, uh, very little fall, and the fall is only around like three weeks, and then that's the end. Well, and then I was being spring and summer, yeah, you know, largely sarcastic because the you know, obviously, the southern hemisphere <laughs> is the inverse season. Yeah, uh, I uh, I, I just assume season is season, like spring is whenever like towns known for serving alcohol are full of twenty something idiots. That's yeah. how you know it's spring. Well, I mean you're in Florida, so that's how you know it's spring. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how many I don't know how many like spring breakers go to Tampa though. I don't. Well. Probably not exactly Tampa, but there are like places like Clearwater, which is Tampa adjacent. Uh-huh. They have a lot of beaches, but that maybe is more like a family resort beach kind of situation. Oh, Miami okay. and stuff is definitely where more of the spring breakers go. Yeah. That 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 side of the state. Yeah, it's uh I remember hearing about like Daytona Beach. Is that in Florida, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't really know anything about that kind of spring break, other than what I've seen on t- MTV commercials or late night broadcast television commercials, <laughs> <laughs> or news reports about, uh, you know. The cursed spring breakers, or yeah, like the the numerous, you know, the the Gons Wilds shows. Gons Wilds, <laughs> are those the late night commercials you're talking about? Is the yeah yeah the Gons Wilds? Yeah, once it's gone past ten o'clock, like anything goes. For that's when it's wild. That's when yeah. TV is wild. Is after ten. Yeah, all the children are supposed to be in bed. Right. For like two hours since then. Yeah. Because who knows what filthy, filthy things Jay Leno might say at, at that hour. I mean, if it's, you know, 1996, <laughs> he's 
<laughs> saying a lot of filthy things about Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, boy, I haven't thought about Jay Leno in a long time. <laughs> ah, look at this headline. It's misspelled. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> there you go. Best Jay Leno impression you're going to hear all night. <laughs> yeah, I can't top that. That's that was like it was it was also almost like. Just a helium-infused inf- Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's just Jay Leno. Maybe that's, uh, that's just his bit. Um, I can't imagine him with a mustache, though. No. I'd like to th- imagine him, though, with, like, one of those crazy long, like, like, uh, uh, kung fu... Sensei beards type things, mm-hmm. you know, Kung Fu Sensei. That's like two cultures <laughs> being, com- being mixed together. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> although that's a great title for some sort of like tone deaf American action movie. Yeah. Uh, Kung Fu Sensei coming from on Paramount Plus uh, this spring. Woo. But uh, yeah, him with like one of those really long like Kung Fu Master beards mm-hmm. to just like accentuate how weird his chin is on top of like it draws the eye like up to and it's just like I, I think that would look crazy on him. It'd be great. Like half the length of that beard is also just chin like it's just on his chin and then yeah. it's another like three inches to make it the weird length. Yeah, I am looking forward to Kung Fu Sensei on Disney Plus. So... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess if since we're talking about terrible streaming shows, uh, there's a twisted metal show that's being made, or it has been produced and is I think yet as yet to come out. Is it going to be like cars, but they're all evil and they want to kill each other? No, like they're all anthropomorphic vehicles. Because that's how I imagine twisted metal being. A television show. I don't believe that there are people driving those vehicles and that they are actually all sentient and hate each other. There is that one <laughs> I guess you can't, you can't really call it a car. It's more of just like a platform with wheels that a guy stands on. Uh the guy is ornamental. He's <laughs> just uh so, but like, so the car in that universe, the cars know what a human being looks like, but mm-hmm. they're, they don't exist anymore. Like humans are somehow out mo- or we've evolved into cars or something like that. Something. Sure. Yeah. One of those, one of those makes sense. That does make sense because I think he was also just a 2d plane of a man. So it's, it wasn't, it was like a cardboard. Yeah. Cut. I mean, it was not, a, it was not a person <laughs> that was just, that was just like a, you know, like when people have like little animals or things like I don't know. Like it was a weird girl. hood ornament. Oh, yeah. it's a bobblehead. It's like a yeah. giant bobblehead. Yeah. The car is like 80% bobblehead, but also two wheels and a weird platform. That's the bobbleheads on. Yeah. That does make it sound a lot more like battle bots though. At that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I mean, again, were there driver's names or was it car names? Uh, can you even tell distinguish the difference? There were 
they were card names. But each one, each when you were doing your character select, every that it was they would have the car pop up and then like a profile image for the driver. So you you see both. I see. Yeah. And whenever you had your cutscenes at the whenever you'd beat the game as a character, you'd have mm-hmm. a cutscene with the the driver. I prefer my universe where the cars were the only element, but fair enough. No. <laughs> the game actually showed drivers. I never saw that part of it because I didn't play it. Oh, yeah. I played uh, <laughs> really a lot of it. <laughs> and see, but see, I again, to me it's like it's like Transformers or something, right? Like the story should be about the vehicles and not about the drivers. But I'm sure Well, in that I'm show, sure like the TV show it's going to be like all about the human drivers. Yeah, I have yet there's really only one gimmicky car thing and obviously it's you know the clown in the ice cream truck you know that's the only that's the only character that like looks like it's a character from the show or from the game and i'm like well that's kind of lame like the others are all just like cars yeah it's like this guy's driving a datsun you know this guy's driving a cop car weren't there like other crazy ones like a hearse or something there was or... a hearse yeah and in, yeah. in the second one there was a hearse there was a a bulldozer with a it wasn't a bulldozer like a shovel it had like a chompy bit and it would like uh-huh. chomp them and like slam them around yeah i mean i mean it was like wacky racers kind of stuff like all the cars were were like nonsense yeah all the yeah. cars were nonsense um that sounds that sound is this on netflix what is this on uh, it's on Peacock of all things. I refuse to believe that that one exists. <laughs> that, that, well, uh, that the streaming network exists. Yes. <laughs> you just refuse. No, NBC did not ever actually make their own streaming network. It's just not possible. I will, I will not acknowledge it. <laughs> it is. Uh, so the, the rankings of the worst ones, like it is number it's the worst it that i've tried anyway i haven't tried many of the like free ones that exist but so they they could also just equally be yeah i mean there's all kinds there's so many out there now you don't even know like what they are it's like oh here's one called freebo and here's one called coney and here's one called sussex and here's one called (laughs) and here's one called nobble nobble and here's one called quim quam and and chicha and flippity flop and hibbity jibbities yeah, and squizzle yeah. and squirt and flip. Yes, uh, those are all. Uh, you didn't actually make up any, which I thought you were going to do that, but none, none of those are made up. So that's uh, it's weird how you were able to just rattle them all off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sussex is probably my favorite of the streaming channels. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I see you might expect they have a lot of just dry British humor is, is pretty much all it is. Yeah, it's a lot and like, you know And lot. and like their 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 actual like their original uh sitcom, Are You Here Now? is uh, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it's if you're if you're fine just like watching two old men like sit in chairs in a tea room, like it's great. And but that's what I'm after is that kind of that kind of content, which I'm not going to get on 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 Bebo or or Skrillex. Like you're not going to yeah. find that there. It's just Sussex. Like that's where yeah. you're going to get your action. Netflix has nothing on that. You know, they no, do a lot of no. imports. Yeah, um, I don't even know where you can find like if you can even stream Doctor Who. But the, the great thing is, like, you don't have to stream Doctor Who on Sussex because they've got, you know, their own version of that, which is which is kind of interesting. It's like a parody version. But, you know, you usually think a parody version is going to be like lower budget and stuff, but this is somehow right. higher and, budget. And and you expect a parody to have like a, like a, a similar name, like Professor What? Uh-huh. But it's not called that. No, it's just called Man Who Travels Around in a Box. Yeah. And and it's just a, like a shoe box. It's not even like a telephone booth or whatever. It's just. Yeah. He just puts like one hand in it and just walks around and, and says, hello. Yeah. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's it, there's a lot of, you know, Glorbos and stuff that are kind of like the whatever the things are called, the robots or something. Gorbons. I don't know what Gor- they're called. Gorbons? The the Klaxons. The Klaxons, yeah. The Klaxons and the There's a lot of similarities between the two, but it's clearly like a send up and it's like, okay, this is pretty good. Yeah. I've only watched two episodes of actual Doctor Who, so Right. Yeah. And I've got a yeah. I've got a familiarity with it, but I'm not. Right, like, yeah, but like, yeah, you know, you got you got your klaxons, and then you've got your your uh, you know Maltex, and the Maltex are always saying considerate, uh-huh. know, something like that. And you really have to sit there, and the doctor, you know, doctor walks around. Um, he really does sit there and take the time to considerate. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. uh, so. It's just, you know, leagues ahead of of (laughs) where Doctor Who has ended up going. Yeah, Doctor Who got pretty political at the end there, those last couple, that last season. Well, you know, Brexit will do that to you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So this show's about cars, I guess. Uh, Oh, no, it's about people driving cars. But only talking cars. Wait, wait, are you talking about the Sussex version of Twisted Metal or are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Um, Peacock, you say? Peacock. That's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how much (laughs) you're in denial about it, uh, it is it is not a. And they uh, and they have chosen to go after such current and hot IPs as Twisted Metal. Yeah. Um, the, the, the games, the, 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 the titles that everyone is on everyone's mind that everyone's talking about, that's the stuff you'll find on Peacock. Yeah, the, the games that, the game series that peaked before 9-11 is the, <laughs> it's the series that they're looking to use as their, uh, I don't know, launch pad of of the streaming service that has been around for over a year <laughs> yeah i can't wait to see their uh live action take on uh the deus x as a series hey that's uh, actually just the x-files 
<laughs> Deus Ex Files. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess I guess they'll also do Fable. Uh, Fable? Um, oh wait, they're making a new Fable. Oh, that was announced. It's got yeah. uh, Richard Ayode from the IT Crowd. Mm-hmm. So he's which in one it. is he? The Moss or the other guy? I don't know their names. He's the black one. Moss. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Funny enough, like you know, I I talked to. Like my husband who actually watches Doctor Who, like, uh-huh. uh, and I was like, I think that guy should be a Doctor Who. Yeah, I think he'd be great. Yeah, as somebody who doesn't watch the show, I also think he'd be great because <laughs> I just find him entertaining in well, general. I I find most of the Doctor Who's to be irritating because they're like so like overconfident and like obnoxious, and I would love <laughs> I would love to see like. An anxious, self-doubting Doctor Who, and he would be phenomenal at that. Yeah, I think he would be a great, just like, very, very measured response. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not real yes. sure about this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sonic screwdriver, you say. And it does what now? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, like, the Doctor already always has, like, an answer for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, like speaking of Deus Ex Magna, like literally, it's all, it pretty much always like screwdrivers screws his way out of a problem. <laughs> so it's all out like James Bond. With the, yeah, exactly. But like, I like the idea of him like not, you know, being a little bit more unsure about it. Like, uh, maybe this will happen. Have you watched? Um, since we're talking about Doctor Who, Doctor Who now. Uh, have you watched Sex Education, that show? Sex Education on... Uh, Netflix? Yes, I have seen that. Okay, the guy who plays the friend mm-hmm. is... Uh, I've been seeing people say that he's going to be the next Doctor Who. Okay, the gay one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Will he be a gay Doctor Who? I hope so. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, all of the Doctor Whos are kind of sexless. Like, don't tell that to women. But... Feel... <laughs> <laughs> like, they... They, like, you know... I, I don't know. I feel like they're almost like Ken dolls in that, like, they don't really... They're not like sexual beings, like Time Lords or whatever, I guess. But. Yeah, I mean, there's supposed to be some sort of. Uh, like they've existed for some kind of eternity and they keep getting resurrected or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's move on to something else. It's much more straightforward in the. Mr. Walks around with inside of a box. Um yeah. So anyway, that's a show. And I think my problem, I watched two true trailers so far and it's like the games were silly. Well, okay. The first two games, the first game I think took itself serious. The second game was very silly. And I think this is modeled after the second game, which was the best one. Mm-hmm. And then the third game was trying to be silly, 
And then the fourth game was just like brought to you by Rob Zombie for some reason. There were four of them? My oh, gosh. there were more than four. Um, wow. There were... Hold on. I just had the tab open. Was this like a FIFA thing where like every year they just like release a new one and just like tweak the models a little bit? Uh, there were some pretty big changes between one and two and three. And then three and four were basically the same. They, though they were just so one and two was a one year difference between the two. And then there was a two year gap between two and three. And then another one year gap between three and four, which that showed. Okay. And is, was it, is Twisted Metal Black separate from the sequel, or is it like... It is kind of a reboot. It's the, like, gritty reboot of the series. Okay. Um, and I think a different team took it over. And then, I don't know. I didn't play any of the other ones, so I don't know what... Oh, there was one in 2012? See, this is... His... Yeah, I stopped playing after Black. I stopped playing because I was like, "Oh, when they when they got to Black, it was like, oh, we're edgy. Uh, we call ourselves Black, <laughs> and now everything's like dark and brooding, and all the color scheme is like all monotone browns and blacks and grays." Mm-hmm. And it, oh, isn't but it? It was still a game about crashing cars into other cars, right? Yeah, it was still about. I think the latest, maybe here's the thing, maybe the latest version, I think the latest sequel is called Rocket League. No, uh, that one's fun. And there's no, <laughs> there was, there's no like, I don't know. There's not like goofy premises to Rocket League. It's just like hit a ball into a thing, <laughs> you know? Like these twisted metal games, like they had, you had this guy. So it was like a, it was like, um, it was like Mortal Kombat. Did it have like a fighting game story? Yeah, it was like Mortal Kombat where it was like this guy, Calypso, gathers all these people to like compete in this competition and they get a prize. They get to ask him for a special prize at the end. And is it like a wish? Yeah, it's like a wish. And he's just like a in a business he's just like a burn victim in a business suit and i don't know why he has magic powers but he does have magic powers and then he um grants them a wish like an irony genie you know so it's like okay that kind of a thing where like you you play the game and they're like i really want to like you know i want my dad back or something like that or and like he brings back to life as a zombie or something dumb yeah or something stupid like that um or, or it's like, here's your dad, and it's just like the dead corpse is like being exhumed or something. Uh-huh. And then they're like, this isn't even close to what I asked for. And he's just like, ha-ha, I'm Calypso. <laughs> the shitty genie. Yeah. You should have practiced your shitty genie wishes like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Like that episode of The X-Files. So um, there was an episode of The X-Files with a shitty genie. And... <laughs> The whole the whole episode is Mulder writing a like uh, legal contract. A legal contract to like figure out all the loopholes and all the irony garbage that the genie would pull. Uh, so, yeah, but it, it, the spoilers in the end, he just like, I think, wishes for the genie's freedom, like in the movie Aladdin. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah irony, you- irony yourself out of that one. Um. <laughs> or just 
like I wish that every other wish you grant is like what people intended when they asked for the wish and not like some shitty interpretation that you decided <laughs> yeah. was the correct response. I wish you would grant the, the spirit, the <laughs> intent of the wish and not the letter of the wish. <laughs> I wish you weren't a shitty genie. <laughs> well, I wish I could grant my own wishes, but without the whole like downsides of being a genie. Oh. Um, see, that's where Jafar messed up. Right. Yeah, he didn't add the last bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Live and learn. Anyway, that's that. That's Twisted Metal, I guess. Um, it, it doesn't seem stupid enough. Like, it, se they see, it seems self-aware that it's supposed to be stupid, but it's not like... Do the, do the cars have, like, guns attached to them and stuff? You know... And what are I, they doing when they're not, like, riding around shooting car guns at each other? Well, so they changed the plot, right? It doesn't seem like it's a competition anymore. It's like uh, Mad Max. And this guy's like, I'm going to take a job that is, like, move some cargo across the country or whatever. So, so it's like Mad Max. Okay, so it just makes no sense to me now. I don't even understand. I don't know. I'm never going to... I'm probably not going to watch it. Um, but I wanted to bring it up because it was a video game thing, and theoretically, that's what this podcast is about. Right. Yeah, I guess let's uh, talk about something else. <laughs> All right. Next topic. Um... <clears throat> What have you, uh, well, I know what we've both been playing recently, but what, what did you play before we both started playing Diablo 4? Um, so I finished playing, uh, I finished playing, uh, friggin' uh, God of War Ragnarok. Uh-huh. And, uh, remember, like, how I was complaining that there was never enough gold or resources to upgrade any items? Yeah. Well, idiotically... After you've basically beaten the entire game and you unlock, you get to like that Muspelheim place or whatever with the arena uh, stuff. Yeah. You, you that's could, when you, you could go there pretty early though. No, that is not true. Oh, I, I did a lot of that stuff. That is not true. Uh, uh, it is like, basically you unlock the ability to go there like two story set phases before the end of the game. Oh, Maybe I just spent so much time doing other non-story stuff that it felt like forever. <laughs> yeah, no, it's there. It's like, and I hate it so much. Like, <laughs> again, I, I have the same complaint with this that I have about Diablo four is that I feel like people, these people do not play the middle parts of their games. They play the tutorial and then they play the end game. And those are the only two things they balance for is the first hour and then the last after you've beaten the game uh-huh because the middle part like the balance the resource balance for that game sucks like if they're going to be so freaking generous that you can pretty much literally upgrade every single item that you've ever found at the end of the game just let people freaking do that when they're playing the middle part so they can try different pieces of gear out 
and not be so freaking stingy that you're just like start like what the fuck is the point of not of getting access to that stuff at the end of the game you're already beaten it what do you even give a shit at that point i don't know new game that's plus. like when it matters absolutely the least it doesn't matter at all that you get everything at the end like who cares i've already beaten it yeah there's nothing left for me to do screw you like so dumb i don't know I don't know. It, th- that stuff is is pretty frustrating to me too because like they'll the lock. It's like well, okay. What do you? What are the things you can earn in this game? Well, I guess more gear or gear upgrades, right? Okay. Well, let's just lock the some of the best stuff behind stuff you have to have like completed almost all of the story to get. And this was the same in the first game. Like some of those, uh, you know, defeating the. Uh, stuff in I don't know what was the, it called the, the, the mist the mist place? place yeah yeah like getting through the mist yeah. place to get all that gear uh but I, you can't yeah you can't do it till the very end and then it's like there's like two Valkyries to kill yeah and then that's pretty much all you get to use that gear for is like two fights it's so stupid yeah it's just like why did I it's like this? what what is all this about it's like oh now you can play new game plus with this stuff fuck you I already played the game I don't want to do that shit again yeah is like, there anything interesting about new game plus you know, I'm not like I played through this for mostly the story. The combat was fun, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, it's like the narrative group and the the balance group just don't even like work in the same building or something. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever change your mind about? the Kratos combat being good. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> it was, it was definitely all around always worse than playing as the child. The child was way more powerful. Oh man. Uh, in my opinion, I hated playing as that kid. I'm pretty sure. Actually, I got so sick of, of playing the game and frustrated with like the shitty, uh, balance and stuff. I was like, screw it. I, I may have just said screw it and set it to story mode just to finish the game out because I just got sick of, I got mm. sick of it uh, being so grindy and painful and I just wanted it to be over. Mm. I don't remember if I did that or not, but I may have. I, I don't know. I thought the game was all right though. I like, I, just I, I mean, I like parts. I like parts of it. I like the story and I like the puzzles, but the the uh, it was mostly the economy balance that just was like a turd in the cake or whatever that phrase is. Yeah, a turd punch in the bowl? cake. Is it a turd oh, in the punch bowl? Yeah, that too. That's it. It's okay. Turds everywhere. Turds <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah, I oh, man. I forget what I was playing before Diablo. Oh, I was playing Returnal. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. I did. I think I beat it. I got all the stuff I could. I did all the objectives I could do in that game. Yeah, I uh, I played uh, Yakuza Kiwami, which after having played Yakuza Zero was a massive disappointment by comparison. <laughs> I mean, I think if I had played that one first, I would have enjoyed it. And then 
enjoyed, you know, playing Yakuza Zero even more. Uh-huh. But like the the changes that they made to it just kind of sucked a lot of the enjoyment out of it. Like first of all, it still had like a lot of the same crazy mini games, but there was not it was not nearly as much stuff. It honestly it felt sort of like an expansion to Yakuza Zero in so many ways because like number one. Compared to Yakuza Zero, you could only play as Kiryu, mm-hmm. who's the let's be honest, way less fun than playing Majima. And you fight, you get to fight Majima like a, a thousand times, but you don't get to play as him in this game. Yeah. The other thing that sucked was they replaced spending money to gain new skill ups and fill up all your like abilities and stuff with experience points uh-huh. which meant that you weren't rolling in like crazy billions of yen at the end of the game because they have to drop hundreds of thousands of yen every fights so that you can buy those last couple upgrades it's just all experience points which is totally lame uh because then you're you're basically like poor for the whole friggin' game <laughs> so, so what i understand is that they made Yakuza. They had made Yakuza like one through four or five or something for like the PS2 or something. Even? Well, six yeah. was later. Six okay. was after yeah. zero, I think. And so yeah. then they did zero, and then they started remaking like one and two, and that so Kwame is a remake of one with the zero setup, like the zero engine. I see. Okay. And then six is actually, you know, six, but with the updated gotcha. stuff. Well, that, that, that explains, that explains a little, no, no, there's no way because even Kiwami had like flashbacks to stuff that happened in the past and like reference to like previous things. So it has to have been like a later thing. Uh, yeah, it's a remake of Yakuza. Yeah, it's a remake of the first one. That's so weird, though, because there's totally, like, in that game, there's a flashback to Kiryu getting, like, kidnapped or something, and then saved by his, like, old Yakuza boss. So there's there must be some game that's set as a prequel or something. I'm imagining. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I, the maybe the flashback stuff was in the original, as just like background for the character. That's just weird. So weird. Yeah, because it's like it's almost a non sequitur. The flashback, <laughs> because it's like, oh, you know, like who's who's here? Like who are these guys? Oh, they're like Chinese triad. And then, like, they introduce, they show, like, some Chinese triad boss. And then Kiryu has a flashback to him, like, being captured and tortured by him and his, and his Yakuza boss showing up, guns blazing and, and rescuing him. I'm just like, okay, well, that must have happened in the game for them to flash back like this and show this character, like, these two have a history. Otherwise, like, this is, like, a really crazy, like, why even bother? Uh-huh. Like having this whole like cinematic thing to create this history with these two people, like they could have just said, "Oh, he's Chinese triad, and let's just move on." <laughs> it seems like so unnecessary 
if it never happened in another game. You know? So weird. <laughs> you know, I, I can't really answer to the creative decisions of the Yakuza studio. <laughs> I wish I liked those games more. <laughs> I know. You can't, if, you, if you can't get past, like, how, how kind of lame and crappy the combat is, then it's going to be hard for you to... Yeah, like the the side the side quests and stuff they all sound amazing. And I I want to play a game that has that style of side quest but is like has fun the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like honestly like the 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 story parts of the game are just like this chore that you have to get through to get back to the wacky mini game section. But like that's the thing like I I mean, I guess that's part of why Kiwami is so lame is because it was the, it was like a remake of the first story, which was before they realized that their games were about wacky minigame fun. Well, and I think the thing about the, the, the series in general is that you have this like juxtaposition in all the games of this like overly like melodramatic Japanese storyline. And then, you know, your side quest where you have to like get ice cream or something. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You have to buy like, you have to buy a pornographic magazine as a potential birthday gift for a child to give to another child. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that stuff sounds great. Like I would, I yeah. want more of that. Yeah. But uh, any, anyway, so uh, Yeah. And there's no, like, there's no, because, like, I was saying, like, you're poor the whole time, like, the one, the one, like, make money kind of mini game like, type thing is, is the worst, because it's, like, it's a fighting arena. Oh, okay. And so it's, like, oh, I have to do the stupid combat. I can't just go find a chicken to be a real estate agent for me to make <laughs> tons of money. Yeah. I have to go do this stupid, I have to go play the game basically i have to go do actual combat uh so that part is like pretty disappointing uh in spite of all of this and the fact that the game still has all of these like terrible like chinese gambling things and casino crap that i refuse to do i still managed to get enough uh completion points to buy every single thing except for the very last one because like, like mercifully, <laughs> you can get every, like both games, like you can get all the completion points to get everything except for one. Uh, there's like two trees of, of upgrades. And you have to buy them everything in order. Mm -hmm. And pretty much as long as you do all the fun stuff, you can get everything except for the last one from one of the two trees. And I always just don't get the gun because the gun's like using a gun kind of sucks anyway because it's usually like oh it can shoot five times and now i just throw it at somebody <laughs> but uh uh so i ha I still earn enough completion points to get everything else by you know beating children at like a sexy lady card game and uh you know oh gosh so many other ridiculous things but i didn't I didn't have to get really good at Mahjong and I didn't have to <laughs> friggin bet Han or what is the other one is what for Chi or something on dice for like six hours or any of that crap. 
Yeah. And I'd have to learn the rules to back a rat. Well, I guess that brings us to Diablo, which surprisingly we're both playing because like this is the second Diablo game that I played, but this is the first one I played with you. Yeah. Because I just could not get into Diablo 2. Right. And I, uh, so I will say like, compared to Diablo 3, uh, so this is my comparison. Like, a lot of people playing the game are like comparing it to Diablo 3 and like, oh, it's not as fun because stuff levels up with you and you don't feel as ridiculously overpowered as you do in Diablo 3. I feel like people forget that like Diablo 3, when it first came out, like really, really sucked. Uh, like yeah. I played Diablo three when it first came out and number one, uh, being able to actually connect and play a game was like, uh, once in a blue moon event because the connectivity and stuff was so terrible. Uh, but if you could get into the game and connect to it, um, then like I played, I, I played it single player, uh, and just kind of went through the story because that was all that existed at the time. Uh-huh. And uh, now also remember, like when it came out, there was also a actual a real money auction house yeah. system. And so when I played the game, you know, I played through the story one time with a, a single character. I did not get a single like unique gold, legendary, whatever, you, whatever they called it, item my entire time playing through that whole game, I think by the time I beat the game, I still had some equipment that was blue. The drop rate for items in the game was so freaking shitty because they had balanced it for people spending real money on products that you got fuck all if you played the game by yourself and just ran through it like one normal run. Uh And so I did that. I got to the end. Uh, it was like really no fun making a character because there was no there was no like let's make a build because every time you got a skill on like you could access everything all the time and just switch stuff around freely. So it was just like, oh, uh, let me just move this around. And I didn't really care or get any investment in the character either because there wasn't anything to make me like to force me or, or encourage me to to choose a skill set in a certain way. Yeah. And then I beat the game and I was extremely unsatisfied and I didn't touch it again for like, I don't know, eight years. <laughs> what? When did it come out on Switch? That was when I like finally picked it up again. And by then they had changed so much. Like rifts didn't exist. They weren't a thing. I don't even know if set items were a thing because like I said, I never, I barely even got yellow items dropped the first time I played it. But like, you know, so much stuff like sets and, and, the can't remember what they are, the little trinket things that you get when you would do riffs and stuff. All of that stuff got added. All of the like making a strong and powerful feeling character was stuff that didn't exist when the game first came out. And so people who compare Diablo 3 to Diablo 4 like are comparing like a 10 year old game that has had 10 years of add ons and polish and stuff added to it to a game that just came out. And I would say. I still think I prefer Diablo 4. <laughs> yeah, so I played Diablo 3 when 
it had come out on the PS4. So it had already gone through a ton of stuff on the PC. Uh, the, the real money auction house was gone. Yeah. You could actually find items. Yeah. And I think it, uh, I think I even got the like DLC expansion stuff whenever could I, you, could you play as a necromancer? I don't and remember. It, I don't know if, if there were five acts and you had necromancer, then you probably had all of that. There were, there were five acts. Cause there was like, you, yeah. you, you like unleash death or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. So all that stuff was available and I, I am kind of with you though. Like the only having played these two Diablo three felt so much more like gauntlet. You know what I mean? Like it was mm-hmm. just like, you kind of have your character, you have your, you're like, you just hit a button to smash stuff and you hit a button to smash stuff a little bit more. And that was kind of like, that. that's kind of like what it felt like. And so I would just like, walk forward and hit things or, and you know, if I was playing co-op, yeah. the, my other partner would like walk forward and throw a beam at things. And that was. Yeah. Right. I mean, and like one of my characters, like I had a crusader character and like, there's a whole like energy mechanic system that you're supposed to like engage in. Right. Where it's like these abilities build up energy and then this, in this ability consumes energy. Uh-huh. But it's like, if you, play to a high high enough level and get a certain build like you're not even using those those build up energy mechanics like i had a mine was using fist of the heavens which costs resources but i had so much like resource generation on hit and on kill and all that stuff that that was the only button i pushed to attack at all yeah i used nothing else yeah and and then it's like so you're just you're basically just spamming this one attack over and over again that hits in an area and kills 20 things per second, like on a, you know, like just spamming it like a psychopath. But then like, there's so many enemies and they do so much damage that you have to have every other ability linked to a defensive cooldown thing. And basically if you let your, if you, if you're not having an active defensive maneuver, when you're playing rifts at like, at like, Terror, you know, what what was the uh, at like hell level like thirty like the 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 top top tier most difficulty like basically you just have to have one of your defensive cooldowns active at all times because the second one drops you you die instantly when something hits you uh-huh. and like that's how the game is played you just cycle through your defensive cooldowns and spam your one attack like a maniac and you kill trillions of things uh you know all at once. And it's like some crazy ability spam fest. Yeah. It, it, yeah. That, and that's just, that's how it felt. And then <laughs> it was just, I don't know, walk into a group, blow them up, walk into a group, blow them up. And it just got pretty dull. <laughs> and so if I was playing by myself, I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and so I, you know, finished the main campaign and was like, all right, I'm out. I don't want to do any of the extra stuff. Like, I don't care what the end game is. It's it's not it's not actually fun to do it. Well, the, again, the end game was like doing rifts over and over again until you got all the pieces for a set that made you 
powerful enough to do the really, 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 really hard rifts. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was doing, my damage numbers were in the trillions <laughs> by the time. Like, no, I'm serious. It, you would see, like, I would cast down and see, like, 2.3T hit uh-huh. because they couldn't even show the actual numbers anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, that's nuts. Um, so so people who say I didn't play the end game. Yeah, if you're not doing damage in the trillions, you're not playing the end game. But, uh, but so far with Diablo 4, like I was getting a little bored like earlier on with stuff because it was once you get once you get the the key, the signature passive, it kind of slows down a lot, right? Well, that's actually when things started to kind of click with my my uh, necromancer character. Right. But I guess what I'm saying is like once you hit that, like that's kind of for me, that was oh. but every time I've hit that. That's when I feel like, OK, this is my build. This is pretty much my attack pattern for now, for forever. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Like w- when I got that and I was like, oh, and I kind of reorganized my my skills to kind of feed off of that. Um. It was like, oh, well, this is just this is what I do now, you know, uh, and ironically enough, like now, like most of the time what I do is I walk into a group and I hit a button and I kill them all. <laughs> so uh-huh. I'm just kind of like, oh, OK. Uh, and so. Yeah. It, I do feel like I, I had to, like, think about that, though, like I had to think about what I was putting my skills into. Where I right. didn't have I think to do that to- in three to me, that's the big difference. Like there are, there's a, there's a lot of different combinations of ways to organize the skills, and it's, uh, like for me, like again playing Diablo three, like the in-game rift stuff, like pretty much your ability set was deter- defined by the gear that you found. So like you'd find a set, and the set would do something like. And this is, like again, why you're getting damage in the trillions. Like, it would have something on it ridiculous that says, like, you know, 10,000% damage boost to Fist of the Heavens. It's like, well, okay, I guess if I complete this set, Fist of the Heavens is the attack I'm using. It's not going to be Shield Bash or something else, Mm -hmm. because that one's not getting a 10,000% damage increase, right? So, like, the equipment was basically just telling you, use this skill that's it yeah right and in this game you know you know we finally started to get legendaries they're they're, the legendaries will often benefit a skill and so i find all these wands that do shit to blood mist and just throw them in the trash (laughs) (laughs) because that's not what i'm using but it doesn't it doesn't even like those benefits don't dictate like they don't demand that i change my entire set to use blood mist right yeah because it doesn't it's because like, you're a sorcerer yes. <laughs> no, no well but my because my, my, my necromancy uses shadow uh-huh. stuff right but it's like but it's like i'm still like very effective doing what i'm doing and i will find something that makes it makes my stuff better and i have but uh just stop dropping so much blood stuff because i don't use that stuff. yeah Drop the blood stuff on me because that's the stuff right. that I use. But the, yeah. I find all the bone stuff is what I find. And I'm like, I don't use bone. I use one thing bone. Yeah, I found no bone stuff. 
I like just just something for bo- bone prison and nothing else, mm-hmm. nothing else. Was it the thing that makes a blight pool when you use bone prison? No, no, oh. it's just like bone prison explodes. Oh, yeah, okay, I found that one too. Yeah. Um. So now my bone prison explodes, which is nice. Yeah. But but I, I have found one that summons a blight pool when I use sever, which is the is my main attack. Oh. So that's pretty cool. So it's shadow damage that adds more shadow damage, which is, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I've ended up with a number of things for my druid that are like bear or wolf related, but it ends up being that, you know, they're legendary. So the stat rolls are just way better in general. Yeah, so it's like yeah, not... exactly. I mean, that that's, that's why like I handed over like my, my sorcerers using necromancer wands that are legendaries because there's just way better damage bonuses on them until I can find something useful. Yeah. That's where all those blood weapons go is to the source. Uh, uh-huh. um, but yeah, I just, I, so far I, I was kind of, yeah, I kind of hit a lull where I was like, I don't know if I want to keep playing this game. I think playing with you has helped a lot though, partly because we talk about, the mechanics a bit while we're playing, but also it's just more fun to play with somebody else than it is by yourself. Cause the, yeah. the quests themselves are pretty ho-hum, you know, like, Oh, help. I, I need to kill a monster, go in this hole and kill a monster. And like, that's every quest. Cause pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty much. I mean, if the, if the game was, if the quest didn't involve killing monsters, I, I don't know what other mechanics it could possibly use. Yeah, I mean that is that is kind of the 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 problem with a game like Diablo is like your I guess your your number of verbs, right, is pretty low. It's it's yes. pick up it's, item, well, kill a monster. It's pick up yes, pick up item and kill monster. And you're generally going to have to kill monsters to pick up those items. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty much the two things. I mean, interact, I guess. But yeah, I mean, use a that's not really much different than pick up item. Yeah. Yeah. You push use on a thing, kill a monster like that is the. The number of things you can do. Yeah. So and uh, occasionally they give you like it looks like they give you a dialogue choice where you can pick two options when you turn a question. And I I think I always just like pick one at random. (laughs) I don't know. I've been reading them. Uh, uh yeah but it's it was one where it's like oh you can tell this person that like their son's dead or you can tell them that like i don't know something else happened and i was just like oh no it's, they're dead that's for sure let's <laughs> tell them they're dead yeah yeah i've seen a, i've seen a couple of them where you can choose to be honest or not i suppose is the yeah option. But yeah, I think you just get the same reward either way. Yeah, you get a box full of leather or something. <laughs> yeah, you get a box that has one or two veiled crystals in it. Mm-hmm. Or you have a box of 50 mermaid obols, which I throw in my stash in the grove. I think those only show up at the events. Where the No, you get you get obol stashes for all kinds of side quests. Oh, okay. I just haven't been paying attention. I have a stash that's almost full like one page that's almost full of just obol caskets. Yeah, for all your uh, silent chest keys or whatever. Well, yeah, I uh, 
well, it's because I like pretty much never gamble on stuff because it's like, well, why would I gamble on this while I'm level 30 mm-hmm. when I need the eye, like when it'll be more useful to do it when I'm level 50 or something. Yeah. That's part of it. Oh, I did get my necromancer to 50. Yeah. I mean, yeah, mine's I've gained two paragon levels, I think. So, but like you get, like, I don't know if you saw, like, you, so you get a paragon point at every little blip on there. So, like, every level you gain five paragon points. I, I'm wondering if that number tapers off when you get to higher levels where you, like, you know, in the 80s, you only get, like, three oh. per level or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I looked at the size of that grid, and if you're getting five every single level, I don't think, I think there's more there would be more Paragon points than there are like little points on that grid. Yeah. So I don't really know how it works, but it's, it's feels about as useless uh, as Paragon points did in Diablo three, where it's like, here's like a incremental boost to a stat. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I will say like the thing that I like about, like definitely prefer about four over three is that I actually want to make multiple versions of the same character class. Yeah. Like that was the biggest problem I had with Diablo Three was it's like okay I will make a Crusader and a Wizard because like there's so little like skill variant to them it's just like okay I'll put this rune on everybody gets everyone gets the same skills and then you just put a rune on it and then that's it and it just but again like whatever equipment you find just determines what skill and runes you're going to use yeah and it like it wasn't a like but this game like you can make builds like you can make an ice mage and a fire mage or like i did the ridiculous conjuration mage that just uses every element and then lucky hit (laughs) effects off of conjuration things for some reason all right that takes us to an hour what uh What do we name this thing? I feel like there was. Isn't it Kung Fu Sensei? Kung, Kung Fu Sensei. <laughs> Kung Fu Sensei now on Sussex. Yes. Now streaming on Sussex. Uh-huh. I guess that could be what it's called. <laughs> I'm glad we did like the funny part at the beginning this time instead of like waiting for the end. Or just not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, all those times where we just, like, talked about video games and didn't actually say any fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, I guess... Wait, did we say it on... Now streaming on Sussex? Is that the... I think I the one I like. Yeah, okay. Now streaming on Sussex. Okay.